Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Wow! Hello, adventurers. In the previous adventure, we te- we teamed up with with Brother Cole, monk of the Order of the Hammer sign, and all-round badass dude, to deal with someone who had opened opened up a shadow gate and let in the Lord of Infestation. And we got the suggestion that there's something afoot. In that monastery. And now. Well. Things are coming more to a head. The blood code is the adventure. The sudden appearance of a familiar face. In the inn's crowded common room. Leads to adventure. Start. And so begins the blood code. The warm flickering glow of a blaze. That wages in the fireplace. The far end of the common room has at last chased away the remaining chills that dulled you into go- goblin claw, this blistery, drizzly, early, early autumn afternoon. Having dried your attire and had your fill of the bitter house brew, you're about to rise and set off to strike up a conversation with Gritsmall when your eyes suddenly lock onto a lone man seated at a table against the opposite wall. A cloth hood dampened by foul weather, covers his head, but does little to conceal his face. A face you instantly recognise. It is the face of Bluffer Cole, a master warrior monk of the Order of Hammersign. You defended while helping him rid Lyalock Monastery of an unnatural pestilence that has claimed its lower levels. You're about to side up, stride up and greet your old friend, when you notice continuously glancing in the direction of the door. But you're not yet certain. You sense he's agitated, perhaps even nervous. His current demeanour. He's far removed from the bold boy you've come to know him to be. Okay, I can move over him. What? I'll just watch him for a bit, or use divination for some clues. Succeeded. 4xp to divination. You sense Brother Cole. He's fearful about danger, he perceives to be intimate. 
Okay, I'll uh, watch him. Not wishing to in advance upon Brother Cole, in case your actions might draw unwanted attention in his direction. You lean back in your chair and keep your eyes focused on your friend. Now and again, you follow his own gaze to the front door at the end. Suddenly, the doubling claws in door, doubling claws doors are thrust open, and two tall grey men, in, two tall men in dark grey tunics, stride into the room. Your eyes dart back to Brother Cole, and you note with great interest that he has turned his back to them and lowered his head slightly, as if he's hoping not to be noticed. You glance back at the two men who just entered entered, and find that they've engaged Gutsmo in conversation. As he's been questioning the lanky innkeeper about something, Gutsmo turns and begins looking around the com room. Com room is if he's searching for something. You're all but certain he's seeking out a patron to match the description the two men have just given him. And you're all but certain that patron we brother Cole. So, I'm going to attempt to prevent Brother Cole from being discovered. Because if he's anxious, then presumably they're up to no good. Your mind races as you attempt to quickly come up with a ploy that would divert the attention of the two men who are apparently searching for Brother Cole. Okay, so I could just attempt to start a fight as a distraction. I can use illusion, elementalism... Diplomacy, thievery, or telekinesis. Mm, illusion. It succeeded. 4xp to illusion. You summon your power of illusion. Within seconds, the masterful, phantasmal likeness of a spreading fire appears at the edge of the hearth. As the common wolf patrons cry to alarm and move away from the illusionary blaze, the two men in grey tunics are swept off in the surging crowd. Before dispelling your illusion, you quickly slip out the back door of the inn. Behind the inn, at the back of its ramshackle stables, you find Brother Cole hidden behind a broad grouping of ancient elms. The monk's eyes widen with a look of surprise, and relief passes over his drawn, weathered face. It's obvious to you that he did not spot you in the inn. Well met, to be sure, he says, stepping forward. And meeting you in the shoulder cross. I'm afraid you found me in the midst of some curious circumstances. He immediately asked Brother Cole who the two grey clad men were who seemed intent on finding him, from whom he only narrowly escaped. Two of my former brothers, he says, his words hitting you like a dead weight. Yes, Sir Rogington, much has changed since we last met in Lilac. I have been cast from the order. I am no longer a brother of the Hammersign. In fact, I am now a renegade, you might say. I have I have been hunted by my former order since the day I fled the monastery, some six months back. You ask your friend what has brought about this startling turn of events, and at first you only sighs response. As if he's contemplating dust where to begin what appears to be a lengthy and twisting tale. The, the monastery is not the place I have known these many years, he says solemnly. It's no longer a place of enlightenment, a sanctuary of the downtrodden. It's become a den of deceit, my friend, and a place wicked in both thought and deed. Brother Cole clasps a glance back in the direction of the inn, 
and then looks over his white shoulder at the back of the wooded hills that stretch off in all directions as far as you can see. Let us move away from here, he says. We may speak more freely elsewhere. On a wooded slope out of the sight of the inn, the good view of the main road that passes out of Southtrog Glen, Brother Cole begins his tale. You learn that several months ago, you begin to set Several months ago, he began to sense that something was amiss with Brother Aldrock, master of Lyalock, and leader of the Order of Hammerstein, the monks who have long maintained the monastery. I would deem it possession if I believed in such things, he said. Though I would first blame the weakness of spirit and the gala temptation over such readily available scapegoats. I learned over six months ago that Brother Aldrock Edrak was not the man I'd come to know and trust. As you listen, Brother Cole relates to you a solid series of tales involving late-night visits to the monastery by strange visitors seeking private audience with the Brother Aldrock. As the weeks wore on, the mysterious meetings became more frequent, he says, and our master, our bro- beloved Brother Aldrak, became more withdrawn and less attentive to his duties as head of the order. I was not alone in my observations, mind you. The halls of Larlock were soon alive with whispers and rumours. Now, how does this bode for the the children that Thane Porrin put in their care? Hmm. I should probably tell him about this. Don't know about that, you know, so he can send someone to check up on them. Brother Cole tells you he was unwilling to let his suspicion stand, but owing to the strange nature of the business in which his master was obviously inv- involved, he felt it unwise to confront him directly. I entered Brother Aldrich's chamber one night when he was away from the monastery, he says. His door had never been locked, but it was on this night. When I got in, I made a thorough search of the womb despite my misgivings about it. My suspicions were soon confirmed, for here in a box beneath his bed I discovered a book. A book that has no place in the hands of a servant of the Allfather. But for Cole, tells you that the monkey discovers was a tome of dark magic. <coughs> An evil ritual. A skin-bound volume that was obviously of coined origin. My blood went cold as I turned its pages, he says, grimacing as if the memory is still fresh in his mind. My streams are still plagued by what I glanced over within that term, though I've done my best to forget it. I could only examine it quickly, but I did manage to find the pages that obviously drawn the most recent attention. Brother Cole told you located a section of the weighty book that bore evidence of being recently and heavily perused. I tore from this I tore this very page from the book, he says, reaching into his small pack packs and producing a folded scrap of scratched stretched parchment. This page not only identified the tomb as the Book of Blood, a legendary calling text but also bears what appears to be a code that seemed to have recently been copied. 
Brother Cole hands you the folded page. You unfold the parchment and gaze upon the ancient script, still dark against its time-worn surface. Near the bottom of the page is a long line of strange symbols, each in the form of a grotesque animal shape. I've got this torn page now. This is the page that was given to you by Brother Cole outside the Goblin Chlorin. He told you that he tore it from a tome he referred to as the Book of Blood, an ancient evil tome of current magic. A set of strange symbols at the bottom of the page appear to be some sort of code, according to Brother Cole, which is the Blood Code. It is a code, that much is plain, he says. And the pages that precede this one seem to cast at least some small bit of light on it all. I believe I know where this code may be put to use. Brother Cole tells you that the pages leading up to the one he tore out, the one you now hold, spoke of a seven-armed statue hidden in the mist of a tangled mire. I have no doubt that this code is directly linked to that statue, he says. And I have every reason to believe that the mire in question is none other than the Lurk. A place I believe you are no stranger to. Unless I misheard the tales of your victory over the Kowan in that fetid swamp. You learn that shortly after he procured the page, he came under the suspicion of Brother Aldrak and was summarily cast from the Order. I do not contend my actions, those... Of a common thief are defensible, even with what I have discovered, he says. His candid revelation surprising you. I will not, however, relent till this matter is put to rest. I care nothing for my own status. I am saddened to be apart from my brothers in the order, and I have to turn them again to have them turned against me, it would seem. But in the end I serve only the All Father. When you ask Brother Cole if you might be of service by attempting to find the statue in the murk and put statue in the murk and put the strange code to use, he smiles. A sudden fire springs into his eyes of the renegade monk, and the first sign you see the hints of his bold, undaunted demeanour from behind the haggard, weary expression worn on his face. And to think there are those who would say the All-Father's hand does not gently guide our paths, he says. You could hardly know the relief your offer of help brings me, Sir Crokington. You, bro you tell Brother Cole that you are happy to help, and by taking possession of the page and the code it bears, and undertaking the mission into the murk, you might serve to throw his pursuers off his trail. I'll have you, I'll have you do nothing for my own sake, he says. But I am conf confident you will find success on this task, and hope us take a larger shape step towards shedding light on all of this. There's much more at stake here than my place in the Oral of Hammerstein. Of that, at least, we can be certain. I cannot thank you enough, Sir Crokington. Brother Cole tells you to turn over the cruel page he has given you, and when you do, you discover a crudely sketched map that seems to indicate a general location of the statue in the murk. I pissed, I pissed together that much from what was written in the tome, he says, once again grimacing as he mentions the evil book.
Using that as your guide, you should be able to find the statue with relative ease. Though I shall not be bold enough to use the word ease when speaking of that horrid mire. You nod as you look over the map. It should be proved to be of great help in navigating the twisting swamp paths. Brother Cole agrees that, that with the page safely in your hands, and with you embarking on a mission to the Merg, those who have pursued him might be confused, at least for a small while. The brothers will be relentless under our direct command, he says solemnly. Of course, I'm not even sure it's Brother Altrak who's in control of the Order these days. At the moment, we could be certain of nothing as far as the Order of Hammerstein is concerned. He tells you that he will pay a visit to his old friend in an area who may or may not be able to help. He will then go to Dernstink and wait for you in the village. Whether or not you find success in the mire, you must seek me out in Dernstink, he says. I will not leave the village until I've at least had word from you. With that, you wish your friend luck and meet him in Shoulder Cross before turning and heading off back towards the inn. As you reach the bottom of the hill upon which you stood with the monk, you turn and glance over at your stock shoulder. There, the top of the hill, Lined against the grey afternoon sky, his hand still waves in your direction. It's the lonely figure of the Wenegade monk. All right, and now we're just back at the end, back outside the Goblin Claw Inn, which is the same as when we first saw it. All right, let's get get ourselves to the Merc. That's in Southwest Tysa, just outside Stormfield. Oh, there's a band of rugged highwaymen on the way. Probably of no association with... Probably of no association with with the Order of Haberstein. Although I'm sure, perhaps, they put out a message to the bandits to say, hey, this is the person I'd like you to find. Although, admittedly, there's probably a lot of people who... I have so many Quinimore elements that I have angered that, honestly, they're probably get, they're probably going to get paid dozens of times over if they brought me in. Anyway, going to attack these bandits. Four of them attack. Just going to quick combat them. Yeah, so this is a regular thing that can happen when you're travelling. Not going to give it the full dis. Not going to read everything. That's the fourth highwayman. Only the leader remains, but it's one away. 64 XP to general. Mostly terrible loot. And 26 gold. Alright, I'm now in Stormfield. And I also healed from the tiny, tiny amount of damage they managed to sneak in. Alright, there's a magistrate, there's a merchantile, moves the entrance of the Merc. Alright. Oh, Ladron's been here recently. Enter the swamp. We take one last look around before stepping into the dense tangle of the perilous bog. Alright, let's go. According to the map, 
the map on the back of the torn page. The statue should be north and east from here. Alright. Alright, making my way north and east. South and east. Oh, here's a grey stinger. Just going to quick combat that. Probably wed, probably wed it more thoroughly. Okay, it's east. Hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm going to have to... It's going to be a roundabout route there. Because this is the Merc. There's the Trosk. Move the Trosk horns. You set about attempting to remove the two horns from the head of the dead Trosk. Fa failure. Despite a fine attempt, your efforts go unrewarded. You're unable to successfully remove the horns from the head of the dead Trosk. Alas, you decide to give up. Yes, your prolonged actions here shall attract any undesirable attention. You readjust your gear before once again setting off through the swamp. Now, previously, when the Merc was first released, and it didn't even have a map back then, that was one of the few ways to actually get gold, was by getting the Troscorns. Okay, wounded swamp troll. Well, now it's no longer wounded because it's dead. And I didn't even get to, I didn't even get bonted. Troll snake, quick combat. Skin the troll snake. I have a large troll snake skin. It's got seven encumbrance and I can sell it later. Swarm with black wasps, take them on. South and east, south. There's a merc man. I thought we dealt with all the merc men. Hmm. South from here, okay. On a patch of firm raised ground at the centre of a mid midst of a pool of oozing murk stands the towering stone statue of an unknown seven armed dynamic figure. An intricate engraving in the form of dozens of grotesque animal shapes adorns this the midsection of this ancient hideous idol. Though you cannot be certain, the statue seems to display some evidence that was suggested and been recently reclaimed from the swamp and set upon this relatively dry stretch of land. Well, it was definitely reclaimed since I last went to the Merc. But admittedly, that was probably be years ago. Even for me, and probably several years for Sir Grokington. Examine the engraving. A close examination of the engraved statue that cut symbols that cover the, cover the section of the hideous statue revealed is actually a collection of dozens of grotesque animal shapes. You immediately realise that the nightmarish and exaggerated carved animal shapes are in the same form as the symbols of the page torn from the Book of Blood. You glance at the symbols on the torn page. Then return your gaze to the engraving on the statue. Somewhere amidst a dizzying myriad of strange symbols is a code that, that you believe will allow you to reveal whatever secret this ancient seven-armed idol may be keeping. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You note that each of the engraved symbols on the statue, that below each of the engraved symbols on the statue is a waystone button. So presumably I've just got to press them in the right order. Stand back and examine the statue. No, no, that's we've seen that before. Attempt to decipher the code using the array of symbols scrawled across the torn page as your guide. You set about the tedious and boggling task of attempting to decipher the ancient code. Picking a number. Bonus of 57. 18 from Law. 19 from Arcania. 10 from Mind. 10 from Aura. Got to get 100 or more. Pick now. 83. And that's a failure. Despite a valiant effort, you are unable to decipher the code. As your finger depresses the last in the sequence of 12 buttons, which you hoped was the correct code, a powerful training sensation washes over you. The ancient dark magic that protects this idol has been unleashed. Well, if there's 12 buttons, then the number of combinations of buttons, even if you only press each button once, we can't be sure of that is millions, actually billions, billions of combinations. There's, you're not going to get this by chance. Even if you have 20 luck, it's just not gonna happen. Yes, it'd be like randomly guessing, but like, Randomly buying three lottery tickets on three separate weeks and each one of them winning the jackpot. 
It's that kind of odds. Yeah, so, yeah. you got to figure out the code. As you stagger backwards, struggling to get away from the hideous idol, the draining sensation increases in intensity, forcing you to drop to your knees as you vile, vie to fight off the more damaging effects of the dark magic. Picking a number, bonus of 58. 20 from mind, 18 from body, 20 from spirit. Got to get 75 or more, pick now. 118 success. In a remarkable show of resilience, you managed to stave off the worst effects of the ancient dark magic. Just five points of damage. Drained, but thankful to survive the incident, you slowly regain your feet and step back from the idol. Okay, let's try again with the code. Uh, having already attempted to decipher the code and failed, you were in no state of, state of mind to give it another try just yet. Perhaps while returning to this location later, to leaving the swamp, you might be ready to make another attempt of it. Head to the north. Okay, time to make my way out of the swamp then. Because apparently I need to leave the swamp. Leave the swamp. Go back to Stormfield. Save here. Okay, I've left the swamp. Enter the swamp once more. Alright, time to make my way back to that idol. It's not very far, and it's clearly marked. Two Merkmen block my path with their stone swords. Examine the engraving. Attempt to decipher the code. Same check as before. Pick now. 87 failure. Same check for us before. 146 success. So just four points damage. Okay. Head back north. Uh, there's a troll snake, but I'm going to ignore it. Okay. Making my way out. Silver Strike Constrictor. Quick combat that. 2xp. Grey Stinger. Quick combat that. 1xp. Large Stump Turtle. Quick combat. 2xp. Leave the Swamp. Go back to Stormfield. Save again. Back to the Merc. Enter the Swamp. Okay. Third time's a charm, hopefully. Alright, just a little bit north and east of the entrance. It's a lot quicker when you've done it before. Examine the engraving. Decipher the code. <sighs> Failure once more. And success for the second path. Head back north. Okay. You know what? I'm going to pause until we actually succeed. Okay. The next time round, I succeeded. With 153. Which was almost as good a score as you could possibly get. Anyway, 256 experience to general. A satisfied smile spreads across your face as your finger depresses the last in a sequence of 12 buttons that you've determined is the correct code. Slowly, but unmistakably, the statue begins to quiver and shake. 
You've leaped back from the idol as large chunks of stone begin to drop away from it. You watch in amazement as the stones that make up the idol crumble into dust and rubble. As the cloud of dust settles into the tall pile of rubble, you are shocked to find yourself staring at the glistening bronze statue. You suddenly realise the stone must have simply been the outer layer of this truly magnificent but still horrifying seven-armed dynamic statue. The bronze statue bears no sign of tarnish, no markings of any kind. Suddenly, at the base of the statue, base of the shining statue, you spot a wide, deep hollow. Resting at the back of the impression is a black-bladed dagger. It appears that at least one of the secrets, guarded by the statue and its ancient code, have been revealed. Right, I'm just going to get the dagger because presumably, if I don't, then some Kurund will turn up and. Take the dagger and probably use it to sacrifice someone. Because, I mean, that's what you do when you're the Kurund. You sacrifice people to your dark god. Who's very open about it, at least. Attempt to retrieve the dagger. You decide, decide to retrieve... Decide to attempt to retrieve the black-gated dagger from its resting hot place. Deep in the hollow at the base of the statue. Okay, now, there's going to be traps, because it's corrupt. They just, they, they'll probably have some sort of detect evil spell, but it only attacks, it only lets you through if you are evil, or something. Anyway, use telekinesis. I could also use shadow magic, but I don't have that. And I officially... As far as Sir Crokington is concerned, shadow magic is not a thing. 8 XP to telekinesis. You channel your power of telekinesis and focus it on the dagger westing at the back of the hollow at the base of the statue. Slowly, the black-bladed weapon begins to quiver, then rises into the air and floats out the deep impression. Drawn directly to your hand by your mastery of mind over matter, you stare down at the dagger westing in your hand, I wonder what importance or dark purpose such a simple looking weapon could possibly serve. It's a black bladed dagger. You can use it as a weapon, but it's just a mundane weapon apparently. Got an encumbrance of four. Obviously it's stabbing. It's color it's common quality even. This is the black bladed dagger. You retrieve tree from from the bronze idol in the midst of the murk. The item appears to be akin to the sort of weapons Corund used in their evil ceremonies. This weapon is of common quality. Close examination of the strange black bladed dagger reveals that it bears not a single distinguishing mark. You think the weapon could be some sort of Corund ceremonial piece. You begin to feel uneasy with the knife in your possession. But realising this is the end result of having deciphered the statue's code, you're almost certain it will prove to be of great interest to Brother Cole. You also realise it will quite likely also prove to be of interest to other, less desirable parties. A strange feeling comes over you as you step back from the statue and turn to face the tangled 
tangled mire that creeps up from all sides. Though you can see nothing in the dense foliage that surrounds you, you are struck by the unsettling notion that you are somehow not alone. With braided breath and a pounding heart, you stand perfectly still, just a few yards away from the seven-armed statue, listening intently to the sounds of the bog that assail you from every direction. Above the ceaseless din of the insects, frogs and birds, you hear nothing that will confirm your vague suspicions. I'll check over your equipment by making certain the black-bladed deck was tucked in safely among your belongings. You turn back and take a final look at the hideous seven-armed dynamic bronze idol. For a moment, your gaze is almost fixed on the statue, and you find yourself once again wondering who or what recently reclaimed this idol from the swap and set it on a patch of dry ground. With little desire to linger here any moment, any longer, you turn to the north, prepared to head back into the tangled mire, only to find yourself confronted by a sight that causes your heart to skip a beat. Creeping out of the dense foliage on either side of the path to the north are four black-masked, knife-wielding figures. In a split second, you realise these men, their faces hidden behind black cloth veils, have likely followed you here and are now after the dagger they procured from the ancient idol. You call out to the advancing men, boldly demanding to know their business. In response, the foremost of the foremast men brings back his white arm and rapidly casts it forward, sending his deadly blade hurtling through the air towards your chest. Okay, I could just dodge. Or I could use shadow magic, except I don't have that yet. Telekinesis or fortification. Telekinesis. Succeeded. 4xp to telekinesis. You channel your power of telekinesis and focus on the knife speeding towards your chest. A powerful, well-aimed blast of telekinetic energy sends the deadly bladed missile safely off course. The hurled knife flies into the undergrowth on your white and disappears amidst the dense foliage. You quickly assume a combat-ready stance as you prepare to boldly engage your advancing foes. With unnerving speed, the first of the four masked men is upon you, brandishing a long-bladed knife. Your unknown enemy says nothing, but his cold gaze needs no doubt about his cruel resolve. It's a master assailant, and it is killing is the only option. The silent assailant slashes you with a long-bladed knife, and is slain. 13 XP. The second of the masked men is immediately before you. He nimbly dodges your first blow and counters with a swift and brutal attack. It's another masked assailant. Slashes you with a long bladed knife. Savage blow for 17 damage. Another one for 12 damage. Nearly done and slain. 13 XP. The two remaining masked men leap forward, bounding over the corpse of their slain cohorts. You fall back several steps and firmly plant your feet as you steal yourself to face their frenzied attack. Two master assailants now. The silent assailants slashed you with their long-bladed knives. They deal me a savage blow for 11 damage and they are slain. 21 XP. The four 
the four masked men. Men, consume. Nah. The four masked men who assailed you are dead. You remove the cloth veils concealing their faces. But as you much, much as you expected, you do not recognise any of them. A quick search of their bloody corpses reveals only their long-bladed lives. It's clear these men wish to carry nothing by which they might be identified. I can look at these knives. They're just sturdy. But they'll be, they're going to be unique items. Pretty sure. Let me just check. Yep, they're unique. I'm going to have to... Well, I'm going to store... I'm going to store one of them, sell the West. Realising the wake of the attack, that danger could still lurk in the tangled, desolate swamp, you take one last look at the seven-armed idol before quickly setting off on your way through the bog. Enveloped in the never-ending cacophony created by the countless insect, frogs and birds that call the swamp home, you steadily make your way along the twisting, sinking bog paths. As you slowly wind your way back towards the entrance of this fetid mire, after a lengthy but thankfully uneventful trek, you once again find yourself standing just inside the edge of the perilous swamp. And I just, I got back to the entrance. Time to leave the swamp. Alright, as you promised Brother Cole at the onset of your mission, you should now attempt to seek him out in, in Durnstig. Okay, and I will. Travel southwest. Hart Hills, Durnstig. Ventures for this location. Yeah, there's the stuff here. It's going to be in the tavern, I think. Yeah. Okay, Durnstig's only tavern, the, sivings, the singing fall, is unremarkable in almost every way. Aside from a group of three old men huddled around, the huddled around the corner playing cards, the place is all but deserted. The tavern keep, a toothless, white-haired man, looks up from his grime-covered table he's dutifully wiping down and beckons you to approach. You spec up, step up to the old man. He speaks in a low tone. Your friend's out, out in the back, just over there, he says, pointing to a door at the far end of the room told me I should be expecting you. You thank him and proceed at once to the other side of the con room. So taking a quick glance around and make certain no one has taken taken interest in your movements. You gently open the door and slip into the small lamp lit room. Seated at a leaning table in the middle of the dimly lit room is Brother Cole. A cloth hood is drawn over his head and his unshaven face bears a haggard, wary expression. He smiles and rises to meet you in a shoulder cross. The, the news of your success on your mission into the murk seems to revive his spirits, but it's played to you he's not surprised by your adventurous thief. I praise the Allfather that our paths crossed in the Goblin Corps, he says. Sit and rest your feet, Sir Parkington. Tell me all about it. You carefully relate the details of your excursion into the murk to the renegade monk, and he listens with wide-eyed interest as you describe deciphering the blood code 
and recovering the black-bladed dagger from the statue. He has to see the dagger, and you hand him the cool-looking weapon. After examining it for several minutes, he places the black-bladed weapon into a leather bag at his side. I confess I know nothing of the precise nature of that dagger, other than it is obviously one ceremonial piece, he says. Of course, of course. I, of course, shudder to think what Brother Adrak or his mysterious associates want with it. And that is, precis- but that is precisely what I intend to find out. You told Brother Cal, Cole about the four black, black-masked men who attacked you in the swamp after you retrieved the dagger. He listens carefully as you describe them. He tells you they were likely not corrupt. Brothers, perhaps, he says, or high killers. But those are not the tactics of the Kurund. I would have expected my own brothers to wield hammers, though they certainly might have chosen to not so readily identify themselves in, themselves in such a manner. I have no doubt you were followed into the bog, and we can safely assume it's likely you were followed here. We must be on our guard. Brother Cole tells you he has no desire for you to become drawn any further into this matter. You immediately respond by telling him that you will do whatever you can to help him as he attempts to get to the bottom of the dark events that just now seem to be unfolding. You are true friends, Sir Crokington, says the Master Wire, smiling. I may, I may then, once again, have need to ask for your help. For much will depend on what end the discovery of this dagger leads me. Brother Cole tells you he will take take the weapon to a friend of his, who may be able to further identify it, for he makes no mention of the person's name. You hand Brother Cole the page he tore from the Book of Blood, and tell him the map he scrawled on the back of it was great help in finding the statue. I, sh- I should like to hear more... more... More about all of it someday, he says with genuine interest. Perhaps you and I will share at least one adventure before this business is sorted out, Sir Crokington. At last, Brother Cole wises and tells you he must set off on his way. The two of you decide it would be wise if you left the tavern separately. Once again, the monk reminds you to be on your guard from here on out. You meet the Master Warrior in his shoulder cross and wish him luck on the road ahead. He returns to sediment, 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 sentiment, yeah, that's the word. Once again, thanks you for your help. I'll seek you out in the Goblin Claw if I, if I need to find you, he says, then adds with a smirk. For really, Sir Grogson, such a great place is quite unbecoming for someone like you. When Brother Cole has been gone for nearly ten minutes, you too make your way out of the tavern and on to Durnstig's main thoroughfare. A light rain has begun to fall out of the dense ceiling of grey ceiling of grey far overhead, serving only to add to the sombre mood that this strange business and the departure of your friend have had a hand in creating. As you gaze across the thoroughfare to the north, you hope that you will again have the chance to help Brother Cole in this unsettling business that seems to have landed directly at his feet. Until such time, you vow to remain your guard, and you pray your friend will do the same.
And that is the end of this adventure, the Blood Code, with 512 experience to general and 64 experience to all skills and powers. And, um, presume this doesn't unlock any further adventures, so presumably Brother Cole managed to sort it all out on his own. And, well, until we hear otherwise, that's just what we have to assume. But anyway. Since we've dust... Mm, well, we've been to the Goblin Claw just now, so we'll go there again and do the adventure The Ashen Faces next time. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.